Welcome back to A Sharper Life. I am your host, Nikki Sharp, and this week we are getting controversial. So you've probably heard about spirituality as I do feel like it's just thrown around everywhere nowadays, the term. But in today's episode, my dear friend, Lee Supo and I are talking about why God is not who you think it is and how you can connect with dead people or in a more gentle point of view, loved ones who have passed. So Lise is a medium and a spiritual life coach. And today she's going to teach you how to connect with your spirit guides, what messages from the other side look like, and how to heal through your suffering. We also talk about soul contracts and why all humans have spiritual and psychic abilities and how to tap into them and so much more. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And just remember, if you get triggered about anything, it's always an opportunity to look into your own life to understand what needs to be healed. So without further ado, here's our conversation. This is a Soulfire production. So, Lise, I am so thrilled to have you here. We have personally together been on such a journey, and I'm thrilled to share you with my audience for a few different reasons. We connected during the Tony Robbins Platinum Year, and that was in 2019, where we both found a connection to each other based on spirituality. And I love this because in that world, you then kind of find your subgroups. And you and I just almost geeked out on the spiritual woo-woo talk because both of us felt like we couldn't quite share it to the world yet. But I would love to know where you were then in 2019 and what made you join Tony Robbins and where you are now because you have gone through quite an evolution and and transformation yourself. Yes, absolutely. So. 2019, I was divorced. I have three kids and I had a business back then. I I was an interior designer and I had a home organization business. And so when I heard about Tony Robbins, I'm like, eh, I don't know. There's some things about him that I'm, you know, yes, no. But there was a business seminar five days later. And I said, well, I need help improving my business. So, okay, I'll go. And it was very expensive. It was like $10,000 back then. It was, oh, wow, a lot of money. And, but I said, okay, I'll do it. And so long story short, after that retreat, or not retreat, seminar, in the next two months, I triple the whole income that I made the year before. And I said, holy moly, <laughs> I need to continue doing this because it's, it's so amazing. The growth, it's, it's crazy. And so I signed up for the plat year, even though I didn't have the money to do it. I said, I'll figure it out later. And I think that's it. everyone, all of us. And, and you know, I'm just kind of interject of anyone who's thinking about a program or a retreat or a mastermind, typically the first thing, the objection comes up, I don't have the money. And yet in all of these things, it helps you blast through the negative beliefs and limiting fears. And then you end up making more money. So that's just something for people to realize. And that's what you and I both experienced. So, so you went through true. all of that and then we meet and what happened and where are you now then? So after that, I got back together with my ex-husband after being separated, divorced for five years. Then. COVID happened, craziness happened, and three years later, my husband passed away. And so through it all, I grew a lot 
in my life, spiritually, I went through hell. But also, I learned so much from all those experiences. And I honor, started to honor something that was always in me, which was that I'm a medium. And I've been hearing my spiritual guides, which all of us, we have them. They've been telling me for years, you know, you have to do this. And finally, after my husband passed away, I said, okay, there's no denial because of everything that I went through and how I managed myself and how much I was so proud of myself, how I handled everything. And, and I said, you know what? I realized what my purpose really in life was, and it was to help other women to be happy no matter what. And it's funny that life is funny. So last Saturday, I was teaching a class on how to be happy no matter what. And three days later, I find out my mother has cancer for the third time. Mm. So what a great way to apply what I'm teaching, right? But, wow. You know, that's life. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. And I, I want to just jump in quickly and share because you and I have gone through such deep conversations. And you've been telling me for years that your guides, your angels are always talking to you and and everyone listening, don't worry, we're going to get into that in the podcast a little bit later on how you can talk to your guides and the signs they're trying to share. But you're so right in the prevalence of what we're going through spiritually and what we're teaching are the lessons that come back to us. So it's like what we teach our clients are always the reflection of what we must go through right then. And oh, but I'm also sorry to hear about your mother. Is, is she okay right now? Are you okay? Yeah. I mean, that's life. So we'll figure out how to make it. You know, my guides told me that she's going to be okay. So, wow. Yeah. And, and it's funny and something- because they told me before. They said that she had cancer. So I knew before that she had it. But when she confirmed it, it was like my whole human broke down and started crying. You know, it's so surreal at times that, you know, I have that spiritual part and then the human part. Yeah. And and I remember when your husband, you know, rest his soul, even though he's more prevalent around your life now, which is beautiful, your your guides told you yes. to the day almost that he was going to pass. And I remember having the conversations in New York, we were sitting in your car and you were saying, wow, I, wow they've told me this. I don't know if I believe it because it's so, it was six months that they gave him your angels. And to the day, it was six months and yeah. it was the most heart-wrenching but beautiful passing to witness this. And so I'd love to jump into, you know, you talk about finding your path to being a medium and this spiritual coach, and you are damn good at it. And I have to say, and you mentioned that you've been through hell. And I know there's a lot more to the story of, you know, raising your kids and your husband getting divorced or separated, getting back together, and then him going through cancer and then passing and now, you know, your mother. And so through this quote unquote hell that the human life is that we experience in different ways, you've always found a way to stay positive, to be happy, to find the light at the end of the tunnel. And I would love if you could share some tips for the listeners on anyone who's just feeling lost and unsure and a lack of confidence, and they just feel like life is beating them up. What would you say to them? Well, first of all, it's the way we see things. You know, you always have the power 
to see things happening differently. So anything that happens to you, you can see it as a negative or as a, an opportunity to learn something or to believe that there's something even better coming your way. I choose always the second one. So no matter what happens, cancer, death, disease, being broke or whatever, I know something better is always for me because I know that we don't come to this world to suffer. We're going to have painful situations, but suffering is a choice. You know, we choose how long we want to stay in the tunnel. But if you keep walking, eventually you will see the light. So that's one of the main things that always remind yourself that no matter what you're going through, you will be okay. Look back in your life and you're going to see many times that you were scared that something was happening horribly and then you were fine. You survived. You're here. So just remember that and just do every day something that makes you feel good. Take care of yourself. You know, even if it's just going for a walk or anything that makes you happy. For me, it's nature, for example. So I go to the beach. I live very close to the beach. Just looking at the ocean makes me happy. So that, and always know that you're never alone. You're surrounded by a team of souls that protects you and, and guide you, even though you might not know yet how to listen. Mm, beautiful advice. And I, I second everything you said. We've both been through trauma and the journey in our own lifetime. And I know other people, those listening that you have gone through suffering too. And for both of us, we had the realization of suffering is a choice, that things are going to happen, but they're always happening to bring you to a greater place than where you are now. And you have to be willing to go through the, the stickiness. And as I talk about in my avocado throwing episode that you must feel it to heal it, I say, and I kind of made this analogy of you're sometimes going to be in the shit and it's stinky and it smells and it's disgusting. And it, it's like, oh, I don't want to be here. And you have a choice that you either swim in it, meaning that you're absorbing more in that tunnel, as you say, or you can sit there and choose to just kind of remain and be like, I'm here now, but I know that I'm going to get out of it as long as I can just be here in the now and this too shall pass. Okay. So I would love to jump to the topic because I actually get asked this a lot. Your husband passing, yes. you said that once he passed, and I remember the conversation, we had it like the next day, because obviously there was so much human emotion, sadness of you know the physical mm -hmm. being. And on a soul and a spiritual level, you were like, he visited me in my, my dreams. And I would love if you could share about your relationship now with him and Tips for people who are looking to communicate with a loved one after they're gone. Because this is mind-blowing to me. Yes. So for me, it's amazing. So this is when being a medium comes really handy. So the day after he passed away, I was destroyed. And I went to the beach to meditate and connect with him. And I right away, I saw him in my mind's eye, right? Like a meditation, let's say. And I saw him so happy. And he said to me, from now on, the number five is going to be our connection. And I said, okay, whatever, right? I didn't think anything of it. So that night I asked my guides to help me, you know, see him that he was doing well and that he was happy. And, and right away I went to sleep and I saw him so excited and happy and 
and healed. And then I saw a calculator screen with the number five, 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 five. And since then, every day almost, I see, I look at my phone and it says it's 5.55 or one night I was in the city and my shoelaces came untied. And so I put my foot on a pipe, like a, I don't know, a city pipe. And uh, when I take my shoe out of the pipe, the number five was there. And like that many, many times. But if you see, I have a necklace with the number five. My son gave it to me for Christmas. And I was looking at myself in the mirror one day and I said, why five? And my husband said, because we are five. And my three kids, him and I. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. Wow. Goosebumps right now. So, So, but at the same time, if you're not a medium and you want to communicate with a loved one, just choose something that is meaningful to you, like a feather or a bird or a butterfly or a number or whatever is meaningful to you. And know that every time that you see it, that significant other or your loved one is there with you because they are they're around us all the time in a loving and, and beautiful way. They are here. They're part of our team of souls. They're, you know, always guiding us and helping us. And, and they're always happy. They're, they're in a great space, you know, heaven or whatever you want to call it is really amazing. So, mm. and, yeah. and I'm, I agree with that having done my ketamine journey and experiencing, you know, going up to quote unquote heaven and experiencing the universe and the connection and connectivity to all things. And I, I, I can say I've been there and I felt it, but you also at the same time, your husband, I think it was right after your beloved dog passed away. So my favorite dog, it was my daughter. She passed away six months before Marcus or seven months before before Marcus. And it's funny how things happen in life. That prepared me, you know, because he was a veterinarian. If she would have died after him, it would have been even worse, you know, because I really went through it when she passed. I I thought that my, I couldn't imagine life without her. And then when I found out my husband was sick and that he was dying, it was like, that pain went away for my dog and his was so much greater than it's everything is so relative. And, and with her, I did the same thing. I went to the beach, I did a meditation and I said, I want to connect to her and see that she's fine. And an angel came and I said, who are you? And she said, I'm Alma. Alma means soul. That was her name. And I was like, what do you mean? You're a you're an angel? And she says, yes, I took the shape of a dog to help you through it. And it's so crazy. And now I'm putting things together and I'm going to share this with you that I haven't shared with almost anybody. So two weeks ago, I went to a retreat and we were doing different meditations and I went into a meditation and part of the meditations, we are walking in this forest, beautiful forest, and there's two angels and they come to you and they say something, right? And so when they look at me, I look at myself and I'm an angel. Wow. And I have huge wings. And I'm like, I'm an angel? And they say, yes, Liz, you're an angel. And I say, what's my name? And they go, Gabriel. I have no idea about angels. So I'm like, I'm going to Google that. 
And it turns out it's an archangel. And it turns out that it's a pretty cool angel. And so now it makes sense that my dog was an angel. It took over dog's body. It, it's crazy, crazy. Wow. And I mean, what does it look like or feel like to see angels? Because we, you know, something that you and I have talked about before is that we've both been in that woo-woo spiritual. Like when you and I get together, as I said, we like geek out woo-woo spiritual, all things universe and and souls and soul, you know, lives and ages of souls and and all the things. And yet it took us both the journey to kind of come into the being okay to share this quote unquote woo-woo. But what does it feel like sensation or look like to see an angel? And how does someone know if an angel is approaching them? So for me growing up, I always had these abilities, but I thought that everybody did. And Same. so when I find out that not, that's not the case, I thought that I was weird and that something was wrong with me. And so I shut Same. it down and it was scary also. I'm like, because you're thinking about dead people and they're hunting you and things like that. And it's not the case at all. And so it wasn't until I was in the middle of my divorce that I end up by chance, to a seminar that I thought it was about connecting to your soul. And it turns out it's a mediumship <laughs> retreat or something. And, I, and that's when I find out that I was a medium and that it was very easy. And that's when I learned how to use it. And I knew that my call in life wasn't just to read tarot cards or something like that. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I just didn't feel that that was my calling. And so I, I, through the years, I started to learn how to connect with my guides. And basically, I do it through meditation. So I just close my eyes, I relax, and it's very easy. The faces start to show up, and I start to learn how to listen. And I can listen, I can see, I can hear, I can smell, I can taste. I have all the senses, which is really cool. But um, for someone that is not so used to, you already hear your angels or your guides with thoughts. That's the way they place thoughts in your head. So sometimes you're doing something randomly and all of a sudden you have a thought out of nowhere and it doesn't make sense, right? And usually you're like, huh. And then you second guess that thought probably. Those are your angels guiding you. So the more you start listening, even if it doesn't make sense, because most of the time it doesn't, but the more you listen, the easier life gets. And even I, I still second guess myself. The other day I said, why I don't trust you? And they said, no, Liz, you don't trust you. Mm, so true. Powerful. Yes. Wow. So kind of going on that tone and, and so incredible. And I, I think it's so poignant what you say that it's easier than people realize to tap in, to see the spirits, to feel them, to understand that there's something greater. And regardless if you believe in a religion, a certain one, or you're just spiritual, or you're like, I grew up atheist, full on, didn't believe anything, didn't, did not believe that there was a God because how could God let all of these, you know, travesties happen across the world and to kids and cancer? And I literally couldn't say the word God until I went through my spiritual journey and then it was like, oh, right. God is not the God that we've like perceived him. God is all things, all knowing, all everything. And whatever words you want to call it, universe, spirit, God, 
the divine and the sky even for so many years. I was like, the sky. And I I so relate to what you say on this, but I also want to encourage people because you and I are very in tune with ourselves. And I went through the same path as a kid being like, can't everyone sense this and feel this? And so I'm claircognizant, meaning I'm clear empath, claircognizant. And it sounds like you're all five of the clairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so claircognizant, for example, is just the sense of knowing. knowing. Like that's the yes. the information that's just delivered to you. And it's like why I can coach clients because I tap into a higher power and it's like it's just a sense of I'm I'm the channel. I'm the yes. I'm just I'm a body. I'm like the TV remote. I'm not really the I'm not giving my personal Nikki Sharp's opinion. I'm just channeling a message. And it sounds like that's what you do as well. But I also want to say kids are so intuitive and they are so special. And I speak to so many mothers who are like, oh, I have a rainbow kid or, you know, my kid like sees things, sees ghosts, they predict things. And I think what happens is we, we get to a place as adults or as we're growing up where the human ego mind comes in and starts to doubt, right? And says, yes. oh, I, I can't believe in that. It's too woo-woo. And I'm going to call BS, believe it, because it's real. And oh. I I do have one question for you, though. Is there such thing as dark spirits who are trying to take advantage of, or is everything light? Or is there dark as well? And And like, let's say a lost soul trying to come into another person's body. Is that actually a thing? So that's a good question. It's my understanding that there's different levels of evolution of souls and that we all play a part, right? So for me, it was very hard to understand why I know so much. And there's people that don't even believe in God. And let's be honest, the God that people don't believe, maybe it's the God that certain religions made us believe, the God that punishes you and and the atrocities are happening because of God. That's not God, not the God that I know. So first of all, it's not a person. It's not a man with a beer. (laughs) It's an energy. And we all are part of that energy. So we are all part of God. We are all God. So there's different levels of evolution and everybody that is in a human body has made a contract, let's say, to come and experience certain things and learn certain things. And that's why uh, kids die. That's why people get sick. That's why some horrible things happen. It's because there's a reason everybody agree before coming into this experience that they're going to go through most of the things they're going through. There's some wiggly room, but most of the things we, we agree about. About dark souls and dark, I don't believe in that so much. I'm sure there's something. I thank God I don't experience it or I don't even allow it. And just by being afraid of something like that, I just call on Archangel Michael and I say, Michael, take care of them. (laughs) Even if they are or not, maybe it's just a soul that is trying to communicate or something that makes me feel uncomfortable or scared. I just said, Michael, take care of them. And uh, that's it. And it's gone. I don't know, to be honest with you, if there's such a thing of low vibrational beings taking over a human body. I'm not sure about that. I think that there's a combination of things. But I, I can say that that's the case. 
Mm, so interesting. And, you know, you mentioned one thing about the soul contracts, and that's something you and I have talked in depth about too. And and just another kind of layer to add, if someone who's listening and you feel like you're going through a deep level of suffering and you don't know the end in sight, and kind of the question I asked you in the, the beginning list is, think of it this way, and you can Google it and or you can write to either one of us, but our souls have soul contracts, meaning that as you explained, we are coming to this planet to learn, to literally learn and grow before we move on back to, you know, home to, to the sky or wherever it is. And based on that, it's, if you can take yourself out of the suffering mentality and be, and say suffering is a choice because I'm meant to be going through this for a very specific purpose. And when you look back after the suffering happens, like for me with the eating disorders, it's like, oh, of course that had to happen. Yes. Right. And yes. like for you, of course, the passing of Alma had to happen before Marcus passed. And so talking about spirit guides and angels, how the heck do we find them? You mentioned meditation. You mentioned, you know, the knowing. How does one communicate with them other than like seeing a number or a feather? Is there specific things or meditations you recommend? So. Meditation is a great way to do it. And meditation, let's be clear, doesn't mean that you have to be quiet and in completely silence and not think about anything. That's it, one kind of meditation. There's many kinds of meditation. It can be a guided meditation. can be that you're walking in nature and you're just calm and just enjoying and being very present. There's meditative ways of being. So they always hear you. So if you talk to whoever you choose to, you can put a name. There are many souls that are helping us. It can be angels, spiritual guides. There's different kinds. And some of them have never been in a human body. Never. They never had a, a life as a human. So, but they're your team. And I personally learn how to use them for everything. So I know that they're my team. It's like, I'm a company and this is my team and they are rooting for me. So from things as, I don't know what to wear. And I said, can you help me choose what to wear? And also I find the perfect dress or whatever to things that are really, really important, right? And also there's times that I'm like, why things have to be so difficult? Yeah, can we make it easier? And I hear them saying, no, Liz, you need to learn what you're going to go through right now because it's going to help you later in something else. And I'm like, huh, that's cool. So I can hear it because I learned how to open my mind to do that. But at least start by talking to them and then pay attention to the thoughts that come into your head don't second guess. One time it happened to me. I was in a in a cruise with Brian Wise doing past life regressions, right? And so we got off of the cruise and I wanted to go snorkeling. And I was terrified of water, of the fish and stuff like that. So I'm like, in my thoughts, I'm asking my guys, help me. I, I was alone. So I'm help me find the right person to go you know, snorkeling with that... I wouldn't, you know, feel terrifying or something like that. And right away, this big African-American man comes in my ear and goes, 
do you want to go snorkeling? And I'm like, <laughs> I got so scared. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I hear in my head, you asked for someone to take you snorkeling oh, and someone just shows up. And I'm like, holy moly, it's true. And so yeah. be aware of the things that you ask in your mind and then they show up and they might not look like what you thought in your head, but they are. So start listening in that way. And little mm. by little, you know, the more you meditate, the easier it gets to listen. Yeah. So profound. And it's what I call the art of receiving in that we have to first be willing to ask the universe, spirit, divine God, whatever you want to call that higher power or you yourself, you have to be willing to ask for help just as you did with, you know, send someone to take me snorkeling. But more importantly, you have to be able to receive it in the way that it's delivered because we have all these expectations of, oh, it should be delivered in this way. But in reality, the universe is always going to give it to you the way that you're exactly meant to have. And sometimes it's even better than the way you thought. So just be open to that. Yes. Yeah. Don't think about how. How is not your job. It's what and why. Mm, So good. And just to mention, so Brian Weiss, as as Lise mentioned the name, so Brian Weiss is actually the first book that I read, Many Lives, Many Masters. I highly, highly recommend that as a starting point, if you are interested in the conversation that we're talking about or soul contracts or souls that many lives, many masters. So Brian Weiss is, he does past life regression and it's incredible. I've done past life regression too and mind blowing. But I also feel like this conversation might be controversial or, you know, piss off a few people because people get so inundated with the concept of religion and what God is. And we're kind of going above and beyond and saying, it's everything and nothing at this. And that like, how do you describe that? So the thing is, Nikki, we, we are sharing who we are and our truth, right? And whoever is listening, there's a reason why they're listening. And they have free will to believe whatever they want and take whatever works and whatever doesn't. You know, we are all going through a process. So we just share from our heart the best that we can share. And then the person listening just takes it or leave it. There's no no problem. Mm. We respect all the people's opinions and, and religions and everything. 100%. 100%. And it really takes getting over the ego mind, which is the, the protection mind, mm. and letting that go to be... And that's what meditation helps us do. That's why at least keep but saying... But also it's about not playing small. Because yes. you and I have been playing small for many, many years. Until we decided, done with that. (laughs) I'm not playing small anymore. I came here to be the best that I can, and I'm not leaving until I am. It it reminds me of uh, Wolf of Wall Street. There's one scene where he's like, I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. (laughs) And it's like, that's that's what it is. It's like, I'm not leaving until I become the best version of myself, which means that there's going to be sometimes painful moments. And sometimes you're going to lose friends in the process, or you might have a challenging moment or, you know, a split or this, or, you know, your soul journey has ended with someone else. So that being said, quickly, can you just describe to us, you've gone through this big evolution. What do you now do as a healer and spiritual medium for your clients? So just like you, Nikki, I let my guides use me for the higher purpose of everybody involved. And as I'm 
working with a one-on-one client, a group, or I host a retreat, I know that I'm holding space for whatever those people need. And as I'm working with them, I also heal myself. So for example, in this retreat that I discovered I was an angel, there was a friend that was having a really, really hard time and she didn't want to live anymore. And she had a really, you know, harsh episode that she wants to kill herself. And so I felt I can I can see like everything that is happening and what doesn't need to happen. At the same time, I have to respect someone's free will. And I knew that I just needed a few minutes with her and she will be fine. And finally, after she was screaming, kicking and crying, I said, you go in that room. (laughs) I'll take five minutes and then you can do whatever you want. And she just laid down. And I just, like you, I allowed my guides to use me. And it was so beautiful to witness that magical moment when, you know, it's not weird at all. She was going from screaming and crying to finding peace. And it was like the death of her old self and the birth of her new self. And five minutes later, she was a different person. And it was so beautiful because as I'm speaking, I'm speaking like I'm many people. So I speak as we when I'm channeling, but it's beautiful. All Everything that they say when they come is basically the same. It's, it's all about mm-hmm. love. There's nothing wrong. Everything is perfect just the way it is. And they just say a few words that that person needs to hear. And then I just place my hands in different parts of their bodies to just release this stuck energy. But now she's a different person. And to me, it's amazing. Even for me, as I'm doing it, I'm like, wow, this is so cool. Yeah. It's mind blowing. And and I've had very similar experiences of just being the channel to help someone move through the path that they're meant to be on. So we've had a delicious conversation and I want to keep it a little shorter because I know it's for some people, this is like so kind of crazy concepts. So, you know, I do recommend listening to this again, but one thing I do want to mention, obviously, is you do work with clients and we'll, I'll leave all the details of how people can get in touch, but you have the Becoming Her Mastermind and Retreat. And I'm a little biased to it because I'm a teacher on it. And it is at the end of September at a private island in the British Virgin Islands. And BB, who you all have already listened to, is also going to be there teaching. And then it concludes with a 12-week mastermind. So can you tell us just a little bit about that and quickly the Ibiza retreat as well? So my goal in life, like I said, is to help other women be happy no matter what and connect to who you came here to be. So I created two retreats, one in Ibiza, Spain next month, July 14th until the 18th. And then at this magical private island that it's a very special island the owner of the island is a girl that is only 34 and 10 years ago she used to live in her car now she's a gazillionaire but not just that she has this beautiful purpose which is to end human trafficking and she spends all her life doing that and so she invites very specific people to this island she calls them leaders and she wants to elevate those people coming into the island, 
help us make a lot of money and go out and help others. And so when I went to that island for the first time, I said, I waited 43 years to be here. And I thought about you. I thought about Bibi. And I said to Brittany, who's the owner of the island, I said, I want to host a retreat with you guys. And I knew that each one of you has gifts that other women need. And I want to help others, first of all, make money because we all need money and we need to feel empowered. I want people to be able to connect to their higher selves and learn how to do these little things that are very simple. They're going to help you be happier in tough times. And you are a magical goddess and be well. Let's just be honest. Let's all have full body orgasms, right? (laughs) It's all about enjoying life. That's my goal. And so that's why I create retreats because I love to travel. And I learned that by traveling with a really cool group of people and connecting in a soul level and growing together creates bonding experiences that are amazing. And and so I chose the best of the best. And that's why I chose you to be the teacher. Amazing. Yes. And what are you going to be teaching? Well, we're we're gonna see. It's I'm I'm just excited to go through everything and and be a part of this magical thing. And I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. And everyone who's listening, you can find her at www.lissuppo.com, and we'll put everything in the show notes. Yes. Lise, thank you so much for being here. What a beautiful conversation. I love you. Bye. 